You are not what happens to you, but you are the person who you become because of it. I want you to let that really sink in because there's a lot of people who are walking around playing the victim, feeling like life is happening to them rather than for them. So when I made this shift in my personal life and I realized that nothing is ever happening to you, but it's happening for you, is when I started to learn and started to be successful, honestly, in my business, in my life. So there are many experiences that we have, and I always say that life experience is your best teacher. So what are some life experiences that you've had where you can turn your pain into purpose. That's exactly how I've built my business and that's exactly how I teach my clients how to build their successful businesses and their programs. One of the first things that we do is we go deep into their story. So what is your story? Why are you here? What got you to where you are? What motivated you to get into the personal development world, the spiritual world? Because if you're listening to my type of content, you're interested in working in yourself. You're interested in changing your life. You're interested in really making a difference in this world because I know those are the kind of people that I attract into my life. So if you want to start seeing success in your life, if you want to be successful, you have to learn how to use your pain and your trauma and turn it into purpose. So what are specific things that you've gone through in your life that now you feel like you can help other people overcome. So these are how the best businesses are built. So I think about my business, right? I was 25K in debt. I was working a job on Wall Street that I didn't like. I was side hustling till burnout to get me out of debt so then I can actually start exploring what I like and then actually start building a successful business because I knew that I couldn't build a business with this weight on my shoulders of debt. So let's talk about debt for a second. So Debt holds a lot of energetic weight in our field, our energetic field. So me, when I was 25K in debt, I felt like I can't do anything because everything I do is a negative. So I was thinking about it in terms of numbers. So it's like if I went out to dinner, I was like, well, I'm already 25K in debt. Now I would be 25K plus 100 in debt, right? So that's not to say that I didn't still do nice things and have a nice life and be happy because I agree that your debt shouldn't define you, but rather be a motivation. But I did have to be more disciplined because the truth is discipline equals freedom. You're not going to be motivated every single day, but if you can be disciplined, then you can achieve success. That's why one of my favorite books is Atomic Habits. And when you think about what's happened in your life and how you've overcome it, why are you not using that as your story? So if you're like me, if you're somebody who's like me, I came from a lot. I came from really difficult past in terms of relationships, in terms of so many different things that I'm not fully ready to open up about yet, but I do share a lot among my social media channels, but the whole purpose of that is really to share that I've turned that pain into purpose, right? So I have been into like psychics lately. I don't know why, but I've been really into them. And I talked with one of them and she was like, you could have easily used that pain and been on a completely different path in your life, right? So I think about that, right? When I was 25K in debt, I could have just continued spending and stayed in my comfort zone. I could have had a terrible relationship to food like I did in the past. And that's something I'm definitely still working through in terms of like binge eating or eating for comfort or eating for security and safety. And 
not actually eating to nourish and to really feel good about what I was eating. These are all things that I've overcome. And I think that sometimes people will look at successful people and be like, oh, you know, they had it so easy. And of course, like, you know, I definitely came from a family who was comfortable, but never in a sense where it was anything like super insane where you know, it felt like, oh, you know, we're super rich. And I guess it does matter like who you surround yourself with because I went to a a Catholic high school and in my high school, everybody, like I felt like, oh, I was nothing. But then I talk with people from my college maybe who didn't have a similar experience of going to a private high school and they think like, oh, you know, you're rich, right? So I think the word rich or affluent or wealthy, right? Those are kind of subjective and it really depends in what context you're using it. But for me, it kind of just always felt like we were comfortable, but I knew that my parents would support me, but my mom would support me. But when I graduated college, I knew that I was entirely on my own. And that's when I think it really hit hard for me because it was like, yeah, my mom supported me in college, but not to the extent of the lifestyle that I wanted to live. And That's why I was always so motivated to be successful and to make my own money because I never wanted anyone to tell me, no, you can't have this. I wanted to live a life where I could dream with the lid off. You know, you really have to think about and you really have to ask yourself, right? Why am I doing this all? What is my deeper motivation? So for me, my deeper motivation was I just, I wanted I love the process. I love the process more than I love the success. So really think about it and say like, do I love the process or do I just want to be successful to prove something to somebody? And I started to fall in love with the process of self-development, personal development, my spiritual self. Like I fell in love with doing this inner work because I noticed how much of a difference it was making in my life and the people's lives that I was impacting, the people's lives that I was changing. So if you're feeling like a victim because of your story, rather look at it and say, how can I rise above this and use this story to inspire other people? So You guys know I'm obsessed with all things social media. I'm obsessed with all things manifestation. I'm obsessed with business and entrepreneurship. So I found a way to turn everything that I love into purpose. So when I was side hustling, right, I was using so many business skills, right, because I loved business. And then I was using social media as a channel to market my products. My Poshmark store, I had a whole channel, um, a whole Instagram page about my Poshmark story to help drive sales to the store. So this is where, you know, you have to ask yourself, like, what do I love to do? And like, really like dream with the lid off, right? Like what, why are you, why are you building a business? What are you, what are you doing it for? What's your why? And I don't know. I just think back on those days all the time because I was so like hungry and so motivated because I was 25 K in debt and I knew that I wanted to build the business and the life of my dreams. And I knew that was going to first start with paying off my debt. So I think a lot of people sometimes ask me like, Julia, you know, I'm in debt. What would you recommend me to do? And I was like, well, the first thing that you should do is worry about cash flow. Like you can't do anything without having cash flow. So it's like for me in the beginning, I had to trade my time for money. Now I'm rocking at a completely different level, but it's like when I was 25K in debt, it was really important for me to sell my clothes on Poshmark. And even though it was like a lower profit margin, right? Um, and earning less money per sale, like $20 per sale, 
that was valuable for me because I knew that I couldn't do anything until that debt was paid off because debt has this energetic weight on our energetic field. So debt could be clogging and almost this like black cloud over you and it's not to scare you, but it's to remind you that you should address that before anything else because I think a lot of people are trying to manifest from a place where they don't truly feel abundant. You can't manifest from a place of lack. So if there's some things in your life that you need to work out first, do that. That's the shadow work. That's healing the parts of you that you deny about yourself. That's going deeper and creating a foundation because you can't build a house on a rocky foundation. So what is the shadow work that needs to be done? And use your motivation of, I am not what happens to me. I'm who I am because of it. So you have to say to yourself, I am not what happens to me. And you have to decide who you are. So I want you to really look in the mirror and say, who am I? And I remember the first time I did that, I felt so awkward and weird because I had no idea who I was. I was living so far outside of myself, seeking external validation that no matter what I was doing, it never felt good enough because I didn't approve of myself. So do you approve of yourself? Do you believe you're worthy of all of the things that you've ever wanted? Because if you're sitting here writing in your journal, I am worthy of a million dollars, but you don't feel worthy, that's a big problem because affirmations only work to the extent of the energy that you feel behind them. And I think this is why I'm actually hearing a lot of things on the internet lately of people being like, I don't believe in affirmations. And my thought on affirmations honestly is, They have been a great tool and resource in my life and my spiritual journey, but that's because I really immerse into the feeling, right? Why can I say, I am so happy and grateful that this certain thing, and then someone else says it and it's not working for them. Well, look deeper into the shadow, look deeper into the why, why is it not working for you? Well, newsflash, you have to get into the feeling. You have to get into the feeling of manifestation manifestation is not magic manifestation is when you're feeling vibrationally aligns to your deepest desire so if you desire to become debt-free let's say you have to energetically feel worthy of that you have to energetically have this unwavering belief in yourself so let's look at that what does an unwavering belief in yourself really mean An unwavering belief in yourself is that you know that no matter what life throws at you, you are going to persevere. You are going to be successful. You are going to make it out okay, alive, and better than ever because your failures are only a failure if you accept them as such. So what are you classifying as a failure? What is temporary defeat versus what is failure, right? How are you overcoming these things that are happening to you when they're really just happening for you. What is the deeper lesson to be learned? Because when I was 25K in debt, I was like, I don't know what the lesson is gonna be here, but hopefully it's gonna be a good one. Now I talk about that almost every single day when I connect with people and talk about my story. So what is history in the making right now? What is happening in your life that could be history in the making? What pain are you going through that when you overcome and when you go so far beyond it, are you going to be able to help and guide other people through the same thing, right? So think a little bit deeper 
to what's really happening in your life and ask yourself, why is this happening for me? What is the deeper lesson to be learned here? And there's too many people, I think, blaming their circumstances and blaming other people. The best thing that you can do in your life is take massive accountability while also not judging yourself. And that's one of my favorite things is hold yourself accountable, but release the judgment. Hold yourself accountable that if you're not making the money that you want, there's some systematic changes that probably need to be made. But don't judge yourself because the past is the past and you absolutely can't go back and change it. So how in your life today can you hold yourself accountable while releasing the judgment, while releasing the shame? There should be no shame for the past and what has already happened, right? There should only be this motivation and this fire within you to move forward and be better. Like the time that I had a failed launch. I said to myself, I'm more motivated than ever. I never wanted to give up. I just wanted to do it again so I could get better, even though it felt scary. Because it's scary to do the same thing over and over again and expect the same results. You're never going to get the different results in your life if you don't make any changes. So what are the changes that need to be made in your mindset today for you to actually see changes in your life? And if you're feeling like, I don't know, or you don't know exactly where you can create those changes in your life, that's the time when you should reach out for support, when you should look for a mentor, you should look for a coach, you should look for an online course. And you guys know you can always DM me on Instagram. We can always talk and see how I can help and support you. But too many people are letting their circumstances bring them down or letting these things in their life that really aren't worth their time or their energy dictate who they are and the people that they claim that they are. But you are not what happens to you. You are the person, right? I always say like, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control the way that you react to it. So how are you reacting to the situations in your life? And are you looking at them as negatives or positives, right? Are you looking at the glass half empty or half full? Because there are so many things that went wrong in my life that I easily could have said, that's it. These are my circumstances. But the way that you rise and overcome these things are when you actually go deeper and you get beyond and you say to yourself, what is this trying to teach me? How can I learn from this? The way that you shift your identity is you start acting as if you're already the person that you want to be. So a lot of people come to me and they're like, Julia, well, this thing happened to me. Well, if you keep playing that situation on your mind, you're going to keep manifesting more of those people, those situations, those experiences in your life. So something I heard recently on a podcast is find those negative experiences, visualize a shredder, a paper shredder, fully shredding that memory and that it's no longer going to be a part of you and you move on with the new energy that you want, that visualized energy of what you're manifesting. Because If you're manifesting from a place of lack or a place of fear or an unhealed trauma or an unhealed wound, that's what's going to continue manifesting. So you have to lay it on the table, maybe write it out, rip it up on a piece of paper, visualize the shredder in your mind, fully release it and let go and decide to move on. Because if you're not going to decide to move on, it's going to always hang over your head and it's always going to feel like this is holding weight in my life. This is holding weight on me. So what can you do differently in your life, in your situation where you can fully act as if you are the person that you want to be? If you're feeling like 
oh, you know, bad things always happen to me or I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or I can't do this because of this thing is holding me back. Look deeper and ask yourself how you can start to rewrite that story. Send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know if this resonated with you. Share this with somebody that you think it can absolutely help. And I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear how you're redefining your story. And maybe I will just make another podcast episode next week how I would recommend to rewrite your story and to begin again. All right? So I love you guys so much. Make sure you leave a review, subscribe on YouTube, and I'll see you in the next video.